Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. My name is Rev. Todd Laddick, and today I'm bringing to you Part 3 of a four-part series entitled, To Be or Not to Be, The Church, and today's title specifically being, Be Transformational, based off of Romans chapter 12, verses 1-5. through 5. So let us dive into the Word today. And so... Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Amen. Transformation is communal and requires intentionality. I'll say that again. Transformation is communal and requires intentionality. I was recently sharing a memory I had with a friend of mine of a time when I was a youth pastor uh, at Vernon United Methodist Church. A trip was organized to go on to to go to a uh, music festival known as Creation Creation Festival, and each year on Agape Farm in Shirley'sburg, Pennsylvania, this huge three-day outdoors music festival takes place where the latest Christian artists and bands perform and interact with those in attendance. You can think of this as the Christian version of Woodstock, keyword Christian, meaning it is filled with plenty of rock, but missing the illicit substances, booze, and, well, you know. So I signed myself and some of my some youth to join, and we went out to this festival. I mean, I got to rock out to some of my favorite Christian bands, uh, all, all live. They're all there live. Uh, I saw Project 86, Disciple, Pillar, Skillet, and Toby Mac, who I have listened to since he was in DC Talk back when I was in 7th and 8th grade. So, I mean, we're talking, I've been listening to him forever. Love Toby Mac. And I actually got to see, uh, uh, he also did a... a uh, uh, a speech or not a speech but like a talk and uh, I got to go up uh, to where he was doing that talk and I got to meet him and real down-to-earth guy really cool guy uh, really really awesome uh, so I, I was I mean I was so stoked to be there seriously there were some things I didn't like about it some theological things I disagreed with some of the you know uh, vendors that were there or whatnot but I mean Overall, it was a great experience, and I would totally go again. Now, as I was sharing this memory, I, I was recounting my favorite moment in all of the festival. And that was when we all took communion at the last night's uh, candlelight service. 
And there are nearly 100,000 people gathered together on this farm field, holding candles, singing, and taking communion together in the little cups that we now use in church uh, since the pandemic. I mean, you cannot help but feel the Holy Spirit present in that moment. The candlelight uh, sparkling up and down the hills of the field in the dark night ambiance. It, it was the most glory, glorious, uh, holy, amazing communion experience I've ever had. The sense of Christian community at that place in that moment was solid, man. Seriously, the love could be felt all around as we joined together in Christ's body and blood in union with Christ. We've all had different experiences being a part of different groups or communities, for example, extended families, uh, school classes, sports teams or bands, you know, uh, co-workers, social clubs, whatever, you know. Um, I want to invite you to think about how you've engaged in different communities. Did it lead to a sense of belonging? Have you ever felt that you were missing out even while you were in the community? The church is a community that is centered on and in Christ. And our passage today reminds us that we are called to be in the world, but not live according to the patterns of this world. Jesus calls us to be a people of rest and service. Yet the world calls us to be on the go and all about ourselves. So when we pick up our cross, who will we follow? I'll ask that again. When we pick up our cross, who will we follow? The church is an intentional community. This means the church is devoted to the process. Life has ups and downs, ebbs and flows or fluidity. But when we get off track, we have to ask ourselves if we are willing to get back on track. And being intentional and devoted takes time. It's not just something that, you know, happens overnight. Being God's people or the body of Christ in the world is not something that happens accidentally or by default. So, in Romans chapter 12 verse 1, we have Paul urging the church in Rome to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So notice that devoting our entire selves, body, spirit, life, to God is something we do, but it is not something we do by our own power, something that we can simply achieve if we set our minds to it. The church and the life of each Christian within it is made possible by the mercies of God, as it says in verse 1. By giving of ourselves over to God as sacrifice, meaning that we are letting go of our 
desires to live apart from God and community, we're letting those things go. So by giving ourselves over to God as sacrifice, um, that's, that's, that's how it is made possible by the mercies of God because we give ourselves over to God and God uh, orders the life of each Christian within the church. Uh, and, and so I want you to also note that this language here, this language that we're talking about, uh, is used in the liturgy of Holy Communion. Think about it. Here, Think about this. Present yourselves as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim together the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. That's all a part of our communion liturgy. We are able to give ourselves fully over to God because Jesus first gave himself on our behalf. So we're presenting ourselves as a holy and living sacrifice in union, in oneness, in union with Christ's offering for us, with Christ's sacrifice for us, with Christ's death on the cross. We are able to give ourselves fully over to God because Jesus first gave himself on our behalf, grafting us into the family of God. And this is the language used in Romans chapter 11, verses uh, 13 through 24. And uh, let me just look at that really quick. Uh, it says here, I am saying all this, especially for you Gentiles. God has appointed me as the apostle to the Gentiles. I'll skip down. Um, uh, and it says here, uh, in verse 16, and since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy, just as the entire batch of dough is holy, because the portion given as an offering is holy. For if the roots of the tree are holy, the branches will be too. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles who were branches from a wild olive tree have been grafted in. So now... You also receive the blessing God has promised Abraham and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You're just a branch, not the root. So you can see here uh, in, in, uh, in, in Romans 11, the chapter right before what we read, Paul is using this language of being of us being grafted into the family of God because of Jesus Christ. So it is Jesus Christ that allows us to give ourselves over fully to God. And it is his sacrifice that gave us the ability to do that and our belief in it and our belief in his resurrection. So by allowing ourselves to be transformed by God in the context of the church community and not conformed to the world, as you know, it says in verse 2, by going along with the default uh, way of life, we grow in our discernment of God's will for us. And verses three through five describe the diversity, interconnectedness, and unity of the church. The church is a garden where we are called to bloom and blossom, where we are planted. Some are soil, stems, leaves, petals, and seeds. And just as a garden is a place of rest and healing in the busy life or farms in rural areas, or in the busy city, I mean, or farms in rural areas, 
So I'll say that again, just as a garden is a place of rest and healing in the busy city or farms in rural areas, so the church should be for all. The beauty of a garden or a farm is in its diversity, and the same is true of the church. All of one flower or plant would be boring. Do you imagine a garden of just roses and that's it, or just carnations, or just, uh, I don't know. Hey, why not throw a, a flower that's considered a weed? A garden of dandelions, you know? In fact, I actually think that dandelions make grass a little less boring. I mean, I, I don't like when they, you know, pop up all over the place, but, but they are pretty, I think. Some people hate them. But anyway, um, all of one flower or plant would be boring, but when different types of vegetation come together, there is beauty. When the church works together and embraces its diversity, there is transformation and growth. Is it time when your whole self, when you is it is it time to allow your whole self to be transformed by God? Devoted to God as a living sacrifice so that you can in turn transform others in and beyond your church community community. I want you to think about the ways you are conforming to the patterns of the world, whether on purpose or just by default. Seriously think. How have we contributed to the way of the world? Either through our political worldviews, the initiatives and things we support in our community, or in any other way. I want to challenge you to think of ways you can instead Invite God's transformation by making a different choice. For example, through choosing regular and consistent practices of spiritual discipline, such as prayer, reading, scripture, worship, attending the ordinances of God, uh, or through plugging into the church community via a small group or participating in a mission, exercising spiritual gifts in the community. Creating beauty, my friends, takes work, hard work. In order for beauty to take place, we need to start the work, hard work within us. The us, the us, starts with a transformation by Christ in our lives, which transforms our church, and then transforms our community. Friends, it's time to have our personal church and community gardens grow. Amen? Let's get to work then. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I thank you and praise you for this opportunity to be challenged, but also to be given hope, because in every challenge there is a hope that we will we will rise to that occasion and 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 meet the challenge and so lord we ask you to continually strengthen us and guide us so that we may rise up and meet the challenge and be as faithful uh as we can be to you and to your holy mission of bringing your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven in all of these things we thank you and praise you in jesus name amen 
Friends, always, I want to uh, thank you for tuning in. It, it's a, a pleasure to bring these messages to you, and uh, uh, I am just so glad uh, that you uh, continually uh, come back and listen to them. So uh, this is a community right here, the Life-Giving Water Ministries uh uh, family here, whether you read the devotions or you listen to the messages or both, uh, this is a community that I cherish and I'm so glad to be a part of. Um, and feel free to always comment or reach out. Uh, I always look forward to engaging with all of you. But um, with that said, check out the episode notes. If this is your main uh, spiritual sustenance, then we would uh, like to encourage you to check out the links to give. Uh, our church could certainly use uh, support in its missions and ministry. And uh, if you have it in you to give, that would be great. If this is just supplemental and you are a part of another faith community, then by all means support that community. That's uh where you're called to support but if you have it in you to support us both both of us will appreciate that so uh either way friends uh remember that uh you are richly blessed so that you may be a blessing to others go in peace